Hello, everyone. Welcome into episode number 31 of the Building Up Podcast. I am David. As always, thank you guys for being with us. Also, want to thank those of you who've taken the time to contact us through email just to let us know that you're listening to the podcast and tell us how, in some way, it's been encouraging to you. And that has been very uplifting for us, very uplifting for my own soul. And so, thank you for that. 31 episodes in, we are. Uh, just really excited about the opportunity that God has given us to just speak about His Word each week and somehow um, be helpful to people. If you are listening or if you're a new subscriber, uh, we would love to hear from you. There's an email address you'll be given at the end of the podcast, so please contact us anytime. Or if you have a topic or a verse that you would like for us to cover on the podcast, let us know that as well. Today we are looking at Luke chapter 16, and the topic is being faithful in little things. And this is almost a direct quote from Jesus in Luke chapter 16. Look at verses 10 and 11, and we're going to start with verse 10, where Jesus taught, "...one who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much, and one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much." Now, this is a principle that comes throughout the New Testament. Jesus taught this in multiple places, not just Luke 16. But the principle that we gain from this, the general principle that we gain from this, is that true discipleship, true discipleship is reflected in daily obedience in the smallest opportunities that God gives you. If you're faithful in the little things, in those little daily opportunities that you're given, then certainly you will be faithful in much, in bigger opportunities that you are given. What kind of opportunities are we thinking of here? When I, when I went to start writing some notes for the podcast, my mind went to the prophet Micah. In Micah chapter 6, verse 8, he asks and answers a question. The question is, what does the Lord require of you? Talking to the people of God. And then Micah answers the question. He requires of you to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk in humility before your God. So if we just took those three things that in the Old Testament Micah said God requires of His people, if we take those opportunities, if we take those framework of those three things to actually consider what type of opportunities we are given every day, we might see that we're given daily opportunities to be people of humility. Every day we're given an opportunity to put someone else before ourselves. Every day we're given an opportunity to be more worried about someone else's deal than our own deal. Every day we're given a chance to do what would be loving and kind to someone else, even at the cost of sacrifice to us. Every day we're given an opportunity to obey God rather than to do what our flesh wants to do. And most of the time, those things happen in very small opportunities, daily things that honestly no one would even know about. We're also given opportunities to do justice, to do what is right, to be kind to people, to work for someone else's good, to be people of integrity when no one else is around, when you could do the dishonest thing and get away with it, or where you could do the wrong thing and get away with it, yet you choose to do what is right 
out of love for God. That is being faithful even in the smallest of opportunities and to love kindness, to be people who are gentle and kind to others and who take every opportunity to do that. What I think Jesus is showing us here is that every day you and I will have a chance to do good, to love kindness, to do justice, to walk in humility, to be faithful in small things, things that maybe we don't even really think are that important. And yet those things, to be faithful in those things, show that we're truly a disciple and show that we will be faithful in bigger things that God may give us an opportunity to do or an opportunity with. You know, this is, for me, really the only thing that I've ever really wanted to do with my life as an adult. I, I just wanted to pastor. I'm, I'm at a place now at the age of 42 where I am been given the opportunity to to pastor a church, to spend most Sundays teaching God's Word, to do this podcast and teach His Word. And, and, and it's not important about the number of people listening or the number of people at the church. Just to have that opportunity to be a part of other people's spiritual journey and shepherding them and teaching them, that for me is the big thing that I've really pursued and prayed about most of my adult life. Yet, when I stand before the Lord, what I am going to be judged on, what I'm going to be looked at, is not just those big things, not just what I said in the pulpit or what I said on a podcast, although I will be held responsible for those things. Absolutely, the Bible shows that. But how do I treat my family behind closed doors? How do I treat my wife or my kids when it's just us? Do I do the honest and right thing when no one's around? and when no one else would know it. Those are the things that really prove discipleship. Those are the things that Jesus is looking for us to be faithful in. They're so important. Those are the things that lead to other opportunities, but those are the foundational things about being a disciple. Be faithful in what's little. Don't overlook them. Don't think it's not a big deal. Don't think it's more important to teach a small group of 20 people than it is to just be nice to your spouse. Be faithful in the little things, and then you'll be faithful in the bigger things. If you're dishonest in the little things, then ultimately you're not going to handle... If you're dishonest in the little things, ultimately you're not going to handle the bigger things well either. Now, that's a general principle and general scope of what Jesus is talking about, but there's also a narrow scope uh, a narrow view of what he's speaking of in Luke 16, and that's found really in the context of the passage. And we see this in verse 11. So look again, Luke 16, verse 11. Jesus says, If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth that you've been given, then who will entrust you with true riches? Now this is the more narrow scope in the context of Luke 16, where Jesus is comparing earthly riches with heavenly riches. And He's showing us that everything that we have on earth ultimately pales in comparison to true riches that are found in heaven. And the really awesome thing is that as we see what Jesus is teaching, is that we find out that all of those things from verse 10 that we might consider little things, little opportunities to be faithful, we actually find that Jesus is saying those are the most important things in life. 
You and I put great value on the things that we do that has the most audience, uh, where the most people are around. We put the most value on possessions, on you know maybe what we have or what we don't have or where we live or what is our career or what big accomplishments are we working out in life. And, and Jesus says those things are important, but those are not true riches. True riches are the things of the Spirit, the things of the kingdom of God. Those are the most important things. That's the more narrow view of Luke 16. The most, value, the most valuable responsibility that you and I will ever have is to steward well the spiritual riches that God has given us. Uh, when I say that, I'm thinking of things like your testimony. The testimony of how God has saved you, of how God has worked in your life, your story of being redeemed, your story of Christ working in you, that is a valuable spiritual treasure that you have been given. And it is intended for you to take opportunities to share that testimony with those who will listen. The Word of God is a valuable treasure. Uh, I'll never forget one of our small group leaders at Agape years ago using the illustration that God's Word and His promises should be kept like currency among Christians and believers, and we should be ready to hand out that currency to people who need it at any time, especially those in the church. In other words, you come across someone who needs encouragement, and you have a scripture verse that you've memorized or that you at least know the basic extent of that you can then share with them. That's like meeting someone who needs uh, a lunch and you can give them a $5 bill, but here instead you're giving someone a promise of God. It's like currency. It's valuable. You and I are to study the Word so that we can be close to God, but most importantly is we are to study the Word so that we have riches, treasures, to give to other people. The Word of God is a rich, valuable thing, and we should steward it well. The opportunity to pray for other people, that is a spiritual treasure. The opportunity to serve other people, that's a spiritual treasure. And again, sometimes when we think about serving, we think about the big things, but most of the time our opportunities to really serve faithfully are going to be found in the small things that no one sees spiritual gifts, this amazing thing that every Christian, God has given them a certain spiritual gift that they can then steward well for the glory of God and for the good of others. That is a spiritual treasure. Every Christian has one or multiple spiritual gifts. What is yours? Is it wisdom? Is it hospitality? Is it teaching? Is it knowledge? What is the gift that God has given you? It is a treasure and it is meant to be stewarded well for His glory and for the good of others. Those are just a few things. It In this life, ultimately doesn't matter how much earthly treasure we have, how big our house was, what kind of car we drove, what type of wealth we have, money we have. If we have things, praise God, let's use it generously. If we don't have anything, praise God, He'll meet our needs. Let's be gener generous with what we have, right? But here's what life is really about. Those are little things. Be faithful in them 
as God gives you the opportunity. But the big things, it's the spiritual treasures that God has given. Things like your testimony, the Word, prayer for others, spiritual gifts. Those are the things that we should really treasure. Those are true riches as Jesus put them. So when you think about what to, um, to center your life on, don't make it all about the next career advancement or how to make a little more money or uh, how to save a little more money or how to get a bigger house. Those things, you have to think through them. That's part of living on this earth. But make your life about the true riches. How are you stewarding well those spiritual riches that God has given you? As a disciple of Jesus, when He gives you opportunities to do out front things, big things, do them well. But how are you doing in just the daily opportunities, those small things that just you and someone else or maybe no one else will ever see? One who is faithful in very little will be faithful in much. That is the principle of our Lord. And being faithful in the small things of worldly wealth will show reward and being entrusted by God with the true riches of His kingdom. Luke chapter 16. I hope this has been helpful to you. If you have questions that have come up during this podcast or comments, please email them. Send them in. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to interact with you on your thoughts about this topic or any others. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, church, let's continue to rely on Jesus together. Grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast. If you have a question about today's episode or if you would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us at buildingup@agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Or you can watch the video format by visiting us online at agapepinson.com. Thank you.